Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. All right, well, yep. welcome to yet another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm John. Charles. Audie. And Seth. And it's good to see Seth again. Yep, Seth is back with us. Two shows in a row. Back by popular Makes demand. Me, yeah, he did so yeah. good last oh, time. Popular that, demand, that sounds good. Yeah. I like well, that. Yeah, well, the, we the, asked John. The, well, the, villi- <laughs> the villagers the villagers came with torches and said we had to do it. So, yeah. you know, it seemed like a good idea. It did. But no, nah, uh, another great show ahead, I do believe. I think uh, so. We got some exciting yeah, well, stuff exciting to talk about. And wildly depressing for Star Trek fans. Yes. But, yes. Which yeah. I am one. Oh. So I'm sad that right. Paramount can't keep its acts together. Yeah, so it was announced uh, August 10th um, that uh, Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth, who um, many of you may know as Thor, uh, but also played as Captain Kirk's father in the Kelvin timeline of the Star Trek universe, um, have both um, walked away from Star Trek IV for um, monetary monetary reasons, right? And uh, <clears throat> it appears that uh, Paramount Studios, um, based on the performances of some of their other shows, and including the most recent Star Trek, is having trouble attracting financing in order to be able to pay the actors what they now want. Uh, the actors, initially, all of them were under three-year contracts, or uh, three-movie contracts, sorry, so they could do three movies, and they were under contract for that at whatever they initially agreed to. Now that it's time for the fourth movie, all those contracts are for renegotiation. And, of course, mm-hmm. you know Christopher Pine is well-known now, and he can command a better salary. And, of course, the Chris other one is, is Thor. Is Thor. Is Thor. <clears throat> right. So, I now cannot imagine anyone else being Thor. Right? It's like... I honestly, he has branded Thor to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well done. Well, it's kind of like Robert Downey Jr. is Yeah, Iron I can't Man. imagine another Iron Man. Because mm-hmm. he's so good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but at least, you know, they made him sign like an eight-picture deal before, you know, now. And <laughs> it's like he could probably command like a billion-dollar salary. Oh, yeah. So they're going to kill him in the next movie. <laughs> They are. Well, oh, no. I don't think they're going to kill him in the next movie. They killed oh. him in the last movie. I, no, they just beat him up a bit. <laughs> no, uh, the... Uh, no, no, Tony Stark uh, and uh, Steve Rogers are both still alive, which surprised all the fans. They thought one of them was going to die. Yeah. Nerdist actually had oh, yeah. uh, had, had uh, Captain America dying 100%. There was oh, 100% I, I was chance. sure yeah. that they were going to mm. kill Captain America. I, I was sure they were going to kill, like, the main Avengers and open it up to be solved by a new, like, the new team and yeah, maybe new, bring them back. Yeah, the new, r- brand new actors. It's like, here comes the cheap team. Yeah. 
Yes, uh, actually, we do have a couple of intruders present for this series. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the audience out here. And fortunately, ro a robot here, uh, the robot uh, identified uh, them and accurately is holding them it, at bay with its can uh, you, can you make it not laser weapon. <laughs> yes, I can kill the intruders. Well, don't, don't do that. I like one, at least one of them. <laughs> Okay, folks. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways they can take Thor in the MCU. Without killing him, should be done we'll now. Just, I think right. that's just yeah. We'll I just pulled just... his power pack. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he'll be the like the ruler of the new Asgard that's formed on Earth, unless they just completely use the Infinity Stones to reset things. Who? Thor. Oh. I, I, I don't know how we got from Robert Downey Jr. to this. We, we were talking about them dying. Okay. And I was oh, saying yes. I don't think they'll kill Thor. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know why they would. I do know that his contract is up, and he probably won't come back. Hmm. So, the, yeah, Chris after, Helmsworth won't come back as Thor? No. Is that what you're saying? Uh, why would he? I mean, it's like they're, they're, they're already gearing up for a whole new series of heroes with uh, Captain Marvel leading them. Mm -hmm. So... Mm. Uh, and Chris Hemsworth can command quite the salary. Just, I mean, that's why Robert Downey Jr. is going to die in the next movie. It's like he, he costs too much. Mm. So, you know, they're just going to move him on. Apparently the guy who plays Captain America wants to direct. So, Chris Evans? Yeah, good yeah. luck with that. Hmm. So, you know, but they're all going. Well, I imagine that they I imagine that cameos, they would, but, you know. but there are ways that, like the character, like not the character of Steve Rogers, uh, Captain America, but there will, like, I'm sure there will be a new Captain America. Oh, They've is, got a lot of comic book material probably, to work off probably of. Probably Bucky Barnes. Either Bucky or uh, it could be Falcon. Yeah, it could be Falcon. But I'm, I'm, they I'm, both held the mantle. I'm banking on Bucky because there's less backstory to uh, on him. They could mm -hmm. actually just. Put thrust a whole new mantle. Uh, those of you, uh, what's wrong? What's going on? First what, robots. What? Now, now your your whole th system, system is. I think we're haunted. Is, is yeah. That, yeah. What's going on here? I think we have. Well, do, do you think the studios could get us used to having a different actor for every character, every to. sequel? Well, no, well, I don't want that. But it's like. There's that a natural the progression. Problems. And a lot of problems. It would. It would. Well, I mean, if those pesky fans could accept it. Mm. Yeah. Well, we, we've accepted uh, the face of James Bond changing every decade. And the doctor from Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Every, I mean, those are, every three years. Those, those are, are not very special. Uh, but they have a... Histories. Yeah. With the exception of James Bond. I mean, Doctor Who has come up with a reason to justify mm -hmm. the face change. Well, yeah, reason. we got to put some parentheses around that reason. It's well. like, yeah, he regenerates. But, I mean, yeah. even in comics, heroes will look different from one artist to the next. Mm -hmm. You just accept that they're the same person. Yeah, suspend yeah. your belief a bit. Mm -hmm. and that's the whole idea of, of fiction. But... Well, how know. many Supermans have we had since uh, George Reeves? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you mean how many good ones? No, I didn't say uh, good. I, how many Supermans uh, have we had? Yeah, are we counting uh, Nicolas Cage? 
Uh, most <laughs> Did people he ever play Superman? He in, was in a, going he to. He was going oh. to. What was that? Superman dies? Superman lives. Superman lives. Uh, it was a 90s oh, one. You okay. should uh, look up the pictures yeah, can, of it. If it's you could load wild. up the picture of, Chris, uh, of Nicolas Cage, because oh, it's yeah. terrible. It's <clears> awful. <throat> There's only like one. I and like Nicolas like Cage. A, a Superman, oh. no. <laughs> he had long hair and a weird kind of plasticky suit. Yeah. yeah. So he was, yeah. It, no, it's to see it is that to understand. Wild. It's sounds like, you know, it. Would you? I, I, I wish that had happened. I, would, I, <laughs> yeah. I do too. I am sad I do we too. do not have that. I would have gone to see it, and I would have complained a lot. And I, I feel like and I then, feel like they they deprived me of my chance to complain about it. No, no, by no not I would making have, it. I would have owned that movie, and I would have watched it every year, yeah. just on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would just see my it. bad, bad movie night. I would it's see it. Paramount I would complain about it. Producing and, the Supermans. I would be cosplaying it today. Right now, well, I'd go get a plastic Superman suit. I'd be out there <laughs> right now. Get me, get me a weave. I'll put it in my hair. It's yep. gonna, it's gonna be great. But yep. to, to see this picture is to understand the. It's famous for it was hated so much that it's as a concept that it wasn't made. Yeah. There's, there's a whole documentary about the the behind the scenes, and it's like had they done it right, it, I think it would have been Warner Brothers owns neat, the rights to Superman. Okay. Well, cool. So, I mean, all right. We have that. We have George Reeves. We have Christopher Reeve. Yeah. We have Harry Cavill. Uh, there was that other one in between uh, them, too. Yeah, Superman Returns. Yeah. Oh, I can't uh, Brandon uh, Routh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he, and I, I actually thought he did a great job. Yeah. I, I feel the director held it in a, in a past tense. Mm-hmm. That that they didn't bring the franchise forward. They were doing an homage to Christopher Reeves, but yeah, but he, I think he did a fine job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, what did you think? Who's seen Justice League? Here, I don't you, think I there's have. a yes or I, a no answer, but one <laughs> yeah. of those, please. Well, the, the, some of those movies get get a little they, get, they, they, they blur, blur from yeah. yeah. They've <laughs> one more time, who has seen Justice League? Not don't me. Know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. You don't know. I can't All say. Right. They blurred. Yeah. Have when I seen, know I've seen... Was it the last one with uh, Superman, uh, did Wonder have, Woman? Did it uh, have the Wonder Twins? No. no. There are no Wonder <laughs> Well, then I have no idea. Uh, Superman came back to life. <laughs> that yeah, one? Okay, that, I did see that one. That was with the mustachioed... Yes. Uh, and that, was, that was quite... It's Harry Cavill's... They made a lot about that. They had to digitally remove a mustache and he it grew was for. So bad. It was actually, you know, oddly enough, I like Harry Cavill's face better digitally altered and removed the mustache. <laughs> I don't know why I do, but I do. It's like, but so man, you like the last well, Tom Cruise movie? What you like the last Tom Cruise movie with Harry Cavill with a goatee? I haven't liked a Tom Cruise movie since Tijuana Summer, back in wow. the eighties. Yeah, take it back. Take, mm. Yeah. Well, no, Risky well, Business. Cavill was in it. Oh, and no, no. Uh, what was that movie where he was a time traveler fighting? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that one. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of liked Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Oblivion yeah. I liked. Yeah, but no, nah, it's like, okay. So maybe I do. I like Maybe I like everything about except the Mission Impossible movies. And that's not well, to say they're You're talking bad. about Tom Cruise again. Yes. Yeah, okay. I never stopped. You brought it up. Well, you, and it was a brilliant idea. You, and I liked you it. ramble and lose me. <laughs> 
focus. We are a little <laughs> off topic, aren't we? Well, well <laughs> I can pull back. I hope Oblivion science fiction. That's the point. But can Tom Cruise ruin the Green Lantern? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord, he yes. Can. Yes. <laughs> yes, he can. Is he? I still don't see how. Is he I think we're waffling on this decision. Well, <laughs> he'll turn into a big steaming green pile. Yeah, he could will. He be he'll do it. Worse than uh, the Vanilla last Scott. guy. Yeah, uh, 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 Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I well, love Ryan Reynolds. I do that. too. And I can see Ryan Reynolds could have made Green Lantern great if he'd been directed correctly and had been mm -hmm. allowed to have his own input, but he wasn't. Then they 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 destroyed it. Yeah, and I'm very happy. Who here has seen Deadpool two? Yes. yes. Nobody. No. No. What? No. None of us. I haven't seen. Are one you guys We're behind. Like, We're behind a little bit. You guys running a nerd podcast? And you don't see nerd stuff? We do see nerd stuff. What we nerd stuff? We wait till it's hidden behind the, the paywall. Expanse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we do. If it if, <laughs> for me, unless it's behind a paywall, there's no there's no game. <laughs> there's, there's no reason yeah. to play. Must, That's right. It must not be worth watching <laughs> if they have. There's got to be a challenge to try to get it for free. Go see, go, or I'm not interested. Go see Deadpool two and give me a dollar. That's <laughs> That's what it takes. Yeah. It's like, but now it's great. But in that movie. Uh, he dispatches. Spoilers still. Uh, spoilers. spoilers, spoiler alert. We're good with spoilers. Well, don't spoil it for me. I might want to see it. Yeah, come but on. I, I'm okay with being spoiled. I like. I don't. Whispering yeah. is if, if it's a good movie, it, then it doesn't matter. It's yes. out on digital, so I don't know if spoiler warning still applies. Well, how many we, times we do we go see the same movie over and over it. again? Oh, Deadpool like 2 is the same Well, movie. see... Well, now I want to oh. set up my own firewall, my own paywall. It's like I put like all the copyright free stuff behind a paywall, and it's like a dollar fee, but the password is one. So, <laughs> so you, anyone can just bust in and do movies that Bill hasn't yeah. seen. Yeah. Com. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, password required. It's not. It's not one. And it's like yeah. so. You know, if that would help, you just right. see Deadpool too. Whatever right. it takes. It's got to be challenging. But no. Uh, where were we? <laughs> we started somewhere. Well, we started talking we about Star place. Trek. Yeah. And speaking oh. speaking of Star Trek, thank you. The search for Spock is over. Yes, it is. Mm. Do, we, do we want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Star Trek Discovery, um, which airs on CBS All Access, um, has decided to cast Ethan Peck <clears throat> as. A young Spock. Um, the wait is over. Um, actor Ethan Peck, who starred in the TV adaptation of Ten Things I Hate About You, will play uh, the role originated by the late Leonard Nimoy for season two of CBS All Access series. Um, the main character, Michael Burnham, played by Sonequa Martin-Green, is Spock's adopted sister. Their father, Sarek, has already made several appearances during season one. So, um... I like him as Sarek. I like the guy who plays Sarek. He, yeah. He's good, yeah. <clears throat> I think he's yeah. very good. Yeah. I, I have not seen Discovery, and I need to. Well, paywall. Paywall. Yeah. yeah. Paywall. Yeah. 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 That um, one's more than a dollar. The uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. password of one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, I don't think I've seen Ethan Peck. I haven't certainly haven't seen... Uh, Ten things I hate about you. I haven't either. You want to put up a picture? It's not of exactly Ethan a sci-fi. Yeah, I'll I'll throw a photo up of yeah, him. He's I mean uh, he's a he's not a bad. I, by looking at his face, I can see how he would make an okay spot. I really do. Yeah. At, 
I'm surprised they didn't use uh, Zachary. Uh, Zachary. I thought, but uh, now I, I think I get it. It would be a younger. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Vulcans age funny. They don't age backwards. They don't regress. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. I think he's got you there, John. Well, maybe they should have gone just like Mork. They can can, (laughs) work from Mork. (laughs) They can do makeup that make people look younger, but it's like he regressed. Did he? Yeah, that was well. They grew younger. Well, no, that's cool. He had a kid. It was uh, Jonathan Winters. Oh, that's right. I remember that. They get younger as they get older. Zachary Quinto might need work now that uh, the Kelvin timeline's done. Yeah. Well, Well, we don't know it's done. So think about making him like Mork, and then the Quentin Tarantino idea sounds a lot better, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) Right. Right. I I do believe Paramount has been looking in its sofas for change to make this movie, and they're they're finding. Nothing but lynch. Yeah. All but, they have to do no, is get rid of all the greedy corporate types. But again, <laughs> that's the, that's no. Yeah. That's, but again, they're that's, looking that's, for partners. That's not American. That's well, not how capitalism works. They're America. looking for partners. My and point they, exactly. Yeah, and they had. America. That's okay. They had four partners for the recent uh, Mission yeah. Impossible movie that they did. So possible, it could still happen. All right. Well, who are those partners again? Do you remember? Yes, Sundance. Bad Sky Robot, Dance. Sky Dance, not Sundance. Bad Robot, and the other one was uh, Alibaba, or it was. Right. A, I can look it up. It was an Abu Dhabi corporation. So you think they can? Because the, the <coughs> well, you showed us a video about uh, Paramount struggles just a minute ago, and it's like it seems like one of the problems is that JJ through Bad Robot is just taking like tons of cash. He's ma- he's he's guaranteed he's, his income stream. Well, has anyone talked mm. to JJ about uh, taking a taking a pay cut? Bad robot Some, taking a pay cut. Something tells me that would work out just about as well as Chris Pine and uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, right. Bad robot would walk. Probably. <coughs> Chris Pine and Thor. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Has has he had any other roles that have been worth mentioning? Chris Hemsworth. I'm trying to remember. Uh, he was in the the rebooted uh, Ghostbusters. Yes, He's I actually liked that. Oh, I loved it. It yeah. was fun. Uh, and, and yes, crucify me in the comments. Well, yeah, me too. Me. It's like yeah. it's, I feel it was a lot of misogynistic, uh, whiny fanboys that just, but it was just fun. decided it was great. And I Chris Hemsworth's character was hilarious yeah. in that. And it was a, it made a good point about you know I uh, dumb blondes. <laughs> it did. But no, I, I can't remember anything else he's been in. Can you? I like, know he has. He he's has making had appearances other, in movies, but yeah, he's had other roles. He, he, like a couple other comedic roles that I can't like recall right off the top of my head. He's very good at comedy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, his his brand is well, pretty much Thor, and it's a great brand. Well, he came in with the Star the Star Trek reboot. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first time we'd ever seen him, and yeah. then. It was Thor, and we were like, oh, yeah, he was the guy who was in Star Trek. Yeah. And now we're like, no, he's Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thor's going to Thor's gonna be in the next Star Trek. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, how did that happen? Well, he was there before, mm-hmm. but maybe not now. So. All well, right. Well, 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 what do you think of Ethan Peck? I don't really know anything about him. I've got a watch something that well, he's been in. What do you think about Ethan Peck as not being Zachary Quinto? Or I think it's good that it's not Zachary Quinto. 
Yeah. Because it needs to be a younger Spock, a more, you know, wet behind the ears Spock. <clears throat> and I don't, wet behind I don't think I could ears. see Zachary Quinto that way. I mean, maybe they could, you know, well, make up on him enough to make him look younger and... Maybe well, the I Kelvin timeline is only 10 years in the future, and Vulcans <coughs> age very slowly. So I, it's not really a stretch. But True. Um, yeah, but regular humans age very normally. So, But, but Spock in the series did not. Mm. So, because, I mean, they put him, like, uh, in the 20... What, when 24th was, century. Uh, 24th century with uh, Next Picard. Generation. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't look all that... I mean, he looked older because Leonard Nimoy got older. Obviously. But, but obviously... Putting him 100 years in the future mm -hmm. made him look like he'd only aged about 20 years. So, yeah. It's slow. It's slow. Oh, yeah. So it could be done. It could be done. It mm -hmm. could be. But I think it's good to spread it around. Mm -hmm. I like to see new faces. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like make new, make new reputations, get us some new actors. Like, I mean, that's where Chris Hemsworth came from. Maybe it'll uh, give him time to really grow into the role for future series. Maybe Ethan Peck is the first successful Green Lantern. You never know. <laughs> We'll Do you think you. there would ever be a female Spock? Hmm. Uh, this this isn't like we have alternate timelines. Well, yeah, but you're starting to get into <laughs> some <universe>. weird <laughs> fan fiction that you can only find on strange erotica sites. We don't really want to go there. That. His mother mm -hmm. ate more sweets this next time around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, the the fanboys got mad about. Uh, the Kelvin timeline. <laughs> what do you think they'll do? Oh, they would and, burn and the world down. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, they would destroy everything that exists. But it's like, I mean, I'm not saying that we should cater to hate at all. But, but, damn. It's yeah. like, it's like, I'm not saying it should be done. I'm just saying, hey, we have multiple. Look what happened right. at the well, Ghostbusters. But even yeah. I, look I'm what not sure I want a new timeline every time there's a spat between corporations. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. that's just it. Yeah. But <laughs> if CBS buys it back, then they're just going to take everything back in the Prime Universe. And sure. the JJ Universe will just be a cyst that exists over here. Right. It's just gone. It's its, it's like, its here's own the JJ. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's its own little thing. This is, uh, yeah, let's call or, it uh, they could have They could have the movie where they yeah. wake up from the bad dream sequence. Yes. Oh, that one. Yeah. That one, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that would work. What happened? <laughs> yeah. And JJ versus just a Star Trek polyp. That exists over here. Right. So Bobby and Ewing's like, going to be in this one? Yeah. <laughs> well, what about the Tarantino Star Trek? I'm, I'm all for it. Spock. <laughs> yeah. Spock. yeah. No, uh, we need it. We need it, cuz. I, I love it. No. Because of franchise fatigue, which is in another article that we talked about. Well, it's just because like, I, I can envision like, I can envision it, the mobster from the 20s. It doesn't have to be Pulp over. Fiction. No, not just not, it's oh. Pulp Fiction. not just Pulp Fiction, but ties Spock to the captain's chair and cuts off his ear. Mm. Well, that's yeah, dark. that's Tarantino. what I want to yeah, see that's dark. in my Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exciting. Yeah. yeah, Spock, I just shot Jimmy in the face. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we want to go with all this. Kids are yeah. supposed to be able to watch Star Trek. I grew up yeah. on Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the here's the here's the question for you though. So Tarantino, synonymous with kind of bloody. Sweary, gory, sweary films, right? Well, he said he wants to make it R-rated too. Yes. And what that means right. is up for interpretation. But, but in Star Trek, you really don't see a lot of blood. I mean, phasers, stun, kill, 
but you don't see blood, yeah. or they vaporize you. You don't see blood. Yeah, not a lot of blood. I mean, there's some. Yeah, if something explodes and people are injured from and, flying but debris. The mere you see fact it. you are saying this to me means that there's a predictability about Star Trek, and people are getting used to it. And it's like a little Tarantino, and we can make Tarantino's film a whole the Tarantino verse. That's another so, another polyp in the series of Star Trek right. polyps. But so I'm in the Tarantino so in the Tarantino <laughs> universe, when you phasered somebody, instead of stunning them, they fall over. You know. Yeah. Or you phaser them and you kill them, they just drop dead. Or they vaporize. Or they vaporize. Yeah. Would the phaser go right through them and a, just a gush of blood would well, shoot out? That's. Uh, I'm guessing uh, disintegration I, would be some sort of completely grisly thing where only like half of you gets disintegrated well, yeah. and the other <laughs> splats. A blob of goo falls on the floor. Yeah, yeah I would think you have the option because you can set the, the phasers option? to clean. To clean. Or, <laughs> yeah. Dirty yeah. kill. Here, set them to scour. <laughs> We're going to scour. Set now. it to boring mode. <laughs> <laughs> it goes right through. <laughs> but I mean, it's since since you're, the, what you're talking about is actually might be part of the problem in terms of the predictability of Star Trek. Uh, well, this we, we've all we've all well, wanted pulp science fiction. And, yes. we, and we, well, we got our Star Trek. In but fact, I mean, we got three movies in the JJ verse of our Star Trek. Maybe right. it's time to shake things up a bit. Yeah, but. I don't know that you want to change uh, uh, a weapon like that. It would be like changing the lightsaber in such a way or that... Or the Klingons? Hmm. Well, I, I wasn't up for that either, and it looks like they're going to change again, right? Yes, which brings me back to... Mm, it's like I'm judging, but... Uh, not you, because yes. you didn't change the Klingons. No, but <laughs> supposedly so I, I you you this change is going Did to... Did you change the Klingons? Yes, uh, supposedly, this change is going to explain everything. Well, <laughs> well they can do away with the, their flip cell phones, too. Right. No, they can't. They can't. Well, it's outdated See, no, already. It's, it's not. It's not. What do you want them to have? Like apples? Like, like iPhones in space? Right. And it's like, Siri, beam us up. What do you want? See, and, and it is well proven Sorry. that an Apple phone cannot transmit in subspace. Hmm. Well, I have subspace, one. yeah. You, yeah. you have one that was transmitting I have space? an Apple phone. It doesn't work in subspace. How do you know? <laughs> well, I've so tried calling the Enterprise and nobody answers. <laughs> well, that's because well, they they're all not out. here yet. They all walked out. They're they done. They quit. There's they, nobody they on the bridge. They blocked you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, you're wearing a red shirt. <laughs> Yeah, Captain, there's someone on uh, Subspace Channel, but I'm not getting paid anymore, so I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> I can yeah. answer. Yeah. yeah, just gonna go. All right. It's well, all done. listen. Not to change the subject, but to change the subject, um, Apple. <laughs> speaking Apple. of Apple, oh. has a new sci-fi series that they're producing. Really? Really? Yes. <clears throat> and uh, they just. Um, Hired an actor, Joel Kinnaman, who's going to play a leading role in this new sci-fi series, and it's called Space Race. Or I, it's not called Space Race, but it's a space race sci-fi. And so the the premise is that the space race between the U.S. and the Soviet Union, and maybe other countries, never ended, and it's still going on to this very day. Which so. makes for kind of an interesting premise. Basically what I wished would have happened. Right. Because mm -hmm. how yeah. far would we be today if there mm -hmm. was still a space race? We would probably have colonies on the moon. 
Yeah, because yeah. the U.S. is no longer a space ring people. We have abandoned our entire space program. Uh, we're sort of lightly subsidizing private industry to do it, but mm. it's like we're not a spacefaring nation anymore. We gave up the dream of the 60s, right. mm -hmm. and it makes me sad. I, I would like that. That yeah. would be nice. So it, it should be an interesting well, show. We um, might have the Space Force. Well, but it's like... It's, it, see, when I hear, when you said that, and when Trump said that, and I, I don't want to get, you know, yeah, all, no all political. When I heard Space Force, I saw space balls. Yeah. It's like, I saw a whole bunch of dudes in, like, white helmets. It's like, hail Scrooge. You know, yeah. you know I, I did. I just, that's what I saw. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's like. But you know, technically, we've had a space force through the Air Force since the '60s. Yeah, it's uh, like Joint Space Command. Or yeah, and it's like so, someone from the from the military will correct me on that. But there is a space command. There is, and it's like, and and the Air Force actually launches like uh, five rockets into space a month. Hmm. Yeah, and it's like when you, did, did you ever see the Martian? Yeah, and it's like when they're deciding they need that. That rock, Chinese rocket to launch stuff to the to Mars, uh, and they used it just to blast something into near orbit to hit the the uh, the big transport ship to go back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why did you have to waste that? You could have done both because the Air Force launches five rockets a month. I'm sure they've got one all set. Maybe. Better story. It's a bigger but yeah, rocket. it's a story <laughs> thing. But yeah, no one really understands it. They put up a lot of satellites, and most of those satellites do things that you don't really want to ask too many questions about. But yeah. well, I do. Mm. I want to know it all. Well, why don't you VPN yourself over to North Korea and start asking some questions? <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, That's always a great idea. You know, if you don't like that, NSA, go to, go VPN to using Iran. My, using yeah. my alter ego of John Powers. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, you go right ahead. So you'll go to North Korea Korea using Johns. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's That doesn't sound good. No. That sounds bad. Anyway, Ron Moore is going to be is yeah. involved with um, the uh, that new series on Apple. So what, what, why does that sound familiar? Who's I think uh, Ron Moore. He's um, I thought he was involved in Star Trek. Wasn't he one of the? I I, I don't know. Let me look at that up. Well, that, well I really is he related to the Roger Moore? No, probably no. not. Probably not. not. But yeah, well, Googlebot yeah. is very touchy. And it's like sometimes Googlebot gives. She's, sometimes, she's very temperamental. Yeah, sometimes Googlebot takes away. Sometimes Googlebot won't stop. <laughs> you know, it's like goes on and on and on. I mean, you thought the robot was bad. <laughs> Googlebot yeah. has a mind of her own. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Googlebot, do you like the new Star Trek universe? Let's see what it says. It's just kind of glared. It's glaring. <laughs> it, it's hard to say because uh, you can't see this on camera, but there's like... <laughs> Googlebot's mic wasn't on. It's like, oh. Try it again. Oh. Hey, Googlebot, do you like the new Star Trek universe? Let's see what happens. Countdown. Yeah, My it's like... apologies. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah, we don't either, really. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't. I understand, Google, your confusion. Because, yeah, the Kelvin universe and all. So that, that was the deepest thing Google's ever said. I'm, I'm, I, I am, yeah, I am so, pleased. So Ron Moore 
uh, was involved with Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. He was a producer. Oh, yeah, I know. I know uh, that name Star Trek somewhere. Generations, Star Trek oh. The Next Generation, Star Trek First Contact. So, so basically, all the good ones. He's got a lot yeah. of lot of science fiction cred. So mm. having him involved in the new Apple series, I think, is a good thing. Involved yeah. in Star Trek Five and Star Trek Six because there should have been a Star Trek Seven called Star Trek Seven: The Apology. After all <laughs> yeah. of those, because those were those were rough. Those were rough. It's like don't let Shatner take the reins anymore. No, no. he was Bad. also He'll a co-executive producer on DS Nine and Voyager. Oh. Well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been around for a while. Well, then I'm, I'm excited. That's a pretty good this resume. Could, this could yeah. be good, yeah. yeah. Now, the yeah. question is, is this going to be yet another paywall? It's Apple, so it's yes. It's Apple, yeah. so yes. Yeah. But, <coughs> well. Are they producing means, any more series Which means right a now? challenge, but it, somehow I'll get a hold of paywall it. Paywall number 1036. Well, well, don't, don't incriminate yourself on the air, sir. No, I'm saying well, I'll have to subscribe to borrow. Apple. I will have to subscribe to Apple. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Well, I've already yes. got. You have to do it legally. Yes, like, as w- as with all of the things. So you're going to be editing a lot. Maybe they'll yes. just make it available to anyone with an Apple TV. Going to have a lot of new friends, I think. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Well, uh, um, Amazon made a movie with uh, Dakota Fanning mm-hmm. about Star Trek fans. Hmm. There's actually, I, I I've heard really good things about it. I want to see it. I have an Amazon Prime account, but I can't get it. Really? Why? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Makes me yeah. mad. Probably because he hasn't had an Amazon Power. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't gone to North Korea yet. <laughs> that you know of. The, well, yeah, I guess that is true. Once again, I, I guess that's I am true. not with these You have a little I'm dojo on the coast. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little <laughs> dojo on the coast he doesn't know about. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, like, the NSA's at the door. It's like, I don't remember seeing any Asian kitty porn in North Korea. It's like, Bill! <laughs> Bill did it. <laughs> All right, time to mute his mic. Bill. Yep. All right. So what do we have next? Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Will Wheaton. Yeah, we do now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Will Wheaton um, has deactivated his Twitter account. What? <laughs> yes. I didn't yeah. care for him that much. What? Why? I like why, him. Why don't you? I, I, you know, he was like irritating him. little bastard in, in Star Trek That's The Next Generation. why. But. But since but, he's been out on uh, Big Bang Theory. Uh, yes, as he's gotten older and yes. turned into like the alpha nerd of, of, yeah. of yes. the king of the geeks. He is. Yes. Now I like him. I, I do understand his, he had some irritating moments as uh, young Wesley Crusher. Yeah. But now. But he was written that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's nothing that Will Wheaton did. He he did what he well, was told. Yeah, no, the uh, personality because I saw him on a, a couple of game shows and uh, his personality at the time was irritating. Was more irritating than Will Wesley Crusher. Really? Yeah. Child but star. Yeah, what? exactly. Uh, he he seems to have grown up a bit. Oh yeah. Mellowed. Yeah. He does a lot of fun stuff that I like. Uh, yeah. With yeah. The, Geek and Sundry Network, huh? mm-hmm. the tabletop uh, show. Well, uh, R- RPG gaming. Uh, well, RPG, yeah, I, I uh, don't the, think that show Have you ever seen the table shop, uh, tabletop show? No, huh? Yeah, they, uh, it was one of Geek and Sundry's first projects where they would get a group of nerds together and play a different board game every week. Mm. Yeah. And it was a whole lot of fun, and I, I still like it. Mm. Uh-huh. I did not see that, but I, I can mm-hmm. see him doing that. Because, yeah, he did a show that you showed us, Bill. 
Yes. And that failed completely. But <clears throat> and that was sad because I liked that. I thought it was a really good show. I can't remember what the name of it was, but yeah, I don't uh, remember either. Yeah, but, but basically, he was a dungeon master. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he ran a campaign on a variant of Dungeons and Dragons. It wasn't D and D. It was a, a slightly similar. It was very similar. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was a great show. I would have yeah. watched that, but no. Well, did any of us ever enjoy Twitter anyway? No. I, oh, no. I like Twitter sometimes. Like, there are some fantastic times to be on there, but it is also a... You can just find yourself deluged in the bad really fast, really easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's, that's because, I mean, where the anonymity and the speed at which things travel is perfect for hate. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a breeding ground for the hate bacteria to just grow and infest, and it does. And it's like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like it's you have the, to go there. I think it's called the Greater Internet Dickwad Theory: Anonymity yeah. plus audience plus uh, plus microphone equals total dickwad. Yeah, but what yeah. that translates is to I'm going to tweet. Uh, I liked uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, which. Beep, 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 die, kills yourself, go away, eat mm-hmm. shit. You know, it's like there's just going to be a constant, mm-hmm. constant stream well, of, it's right. of hate. It's, just, it's the death of the Twitterverse. Well, the Twitter well, can't ever... die. There are alternatives that are a whole lot better. But, but this, the article that Bill is talking about actually mm-hmm. says that, I mean, here's a quote from Will Wheaton. Twitter is broken. You deserve better than an app that tolerates and welcomes the spreading of abuse and misinformation. Being a part of this is not doing us any good, personally, politically, and socially. For a day, a week, forever, you, uh, your call. It's just a good time to go uh, hashtag uh, deact, deact a day, which means deactivate your account. Uh, and his uh, Twitter account is this account mocks fascist. Um, I agree. Yeah. I okay, do. I like Will Wheaton a little lot, quite a bit better now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. strongly anti-hate. He is, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's like uh, it, it, he cites the fact that uh, whoever runs Twitter doesn't actually do anything to try to prevent this, and I'm no. not sure what you can do without I'll, constraining the, the free thoughts. But you, you can, like, there are cert- you could do a whole lot to crack down on the hate and the abuse that's on Twitter. They just refuse not to. How would you do that? Do you think? Uh, just so- ideas. Any sort of account verification, like they, uh, they know where accounts oh, are coming so these from. Are bots, you think? There's bots. Uh, there's like you could Hate institute us. Wow. Yeah, uh, it, it's uh, one of the one of the tactics into like the social uh, manipulation is uh, via Twitter, where you'll have bots who are just like inflame political or these political discussions, and. Yeah, all they have to do is say some set phrases, and it just, like, kicks off other people. Yeah, uh, I, I actually heard that, that uh, Google made a bot, and they set it on Twitter and just let it go. And after a month, whenever they talked to it, it started cussing at you, saying, like, uh, fascist, uh, I killed the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> it started. It really went racist, and it's like, yeah. and that's just based on an algorithm where it starts imitating the people around it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was amazing. So, all right, if there's a bunch of these things floating around, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's and, I mean, there, you can definitely monitor for things like hate, certain types of hate speech. You can cut, like, the worst of the 
Hmm. You, you can take some of the cream off of that hate drink that they've got. It's hate drink. I, I don't know. I would call it froth, not cream. Froth. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Frothing, yes. Take the froth off the top that's, of the hate. That's much better. Yeah. But you can... The I think the main point is that they don't do anything and that there are other social networks that are actually built upon this. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to constrain free, free speech, but uh, you can, you, you can say you can we don't accept this speech. type of... like. <clears throat> Have discussions with each other. Just don't take it to death threats. Death threats well, will get you shown the door. Well, and stuff like um, uh, attacking the um, school shootings as false mm-hmm. flag operations yeah. Yeah. and flaming the the uh, parents of students that were killed yeah. and some of the students that are yeah. leading voices in gun for gun control in the wake of these shootings. They're saying they're they're paid. Uh, actors, yeah. you know, crisis, crisis actors, actors, crisis yeah. actors right? Uh, uh, just to just to um, reduce the credibility of anything they're saying and try to well, discredit them and and try to um, basically what they're trying to do is is intimidate people into silence. Yes, yeah. and 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 the <clears throat> forerunner of that, Alex Jones, was actually booted from Twitter. Right? No, he wasn't. Well, he was he's just been suspended. No, no he did it himself. He's just being a crisis actor. Yeah. Well, did he? Like, did he not? I thought I read that no. he got. No, Twitter was. Uh, Twitter. It might have changed. Twitter suspended him. Oh, they did. Oh, yes. They He's been just suspended. Yeah. Facebook so booted him. This show Spotify, got really Spotify, Apple, Google. Google. They all removed all his content. Yeah, right. his YouTube stuff is not allowed right. anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Can we get back but, to the uh, sci-fi show? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, no. Uh, Will Wheaton. On well, I'm sorry. Did, I didn't mean to. To, to this is a sci-fi podcast. Well, yeah, we did kind of wander off topic, yeah. didn't we? We but, did a little bit. Yes. All right. You know, I'm going to say this. Well, while we shouldn't probably focus the show on Alex Jones and such things, the direction of this show is not important. It is not the destination. It's the journey. And that's where we go. But that being said, Audie's right. Let's not talk about Alex Jones anymore. Yes. Right. So it is written. So shall it be done. So, to change, well, I don't know if we're really changing the topic here. Um, This has to do with um, dildos. (laughs) (laughs) And we're off. (laughs) You're the master of the segue, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that was, was, uh, no no, no points for subtlety, but it's like... (laughs) I'll give you I'll give you a big golf clap for awesome. That's that's that's, that's some cool stuff. So um, John brought this to our attention. Um, there's a company. Um, well, let me just hit the the top paragraph here. Our sex lives are about to get very interesting. Um, the reason for the enthusiasm, a patent, or rather the absence of a absence of a patent. Uh, one that many say has inhibited innovation in the sex toy industry for two decades. The Teledildonics patent, which was filed exactly 20 years ago to the day, has officially expired. The patent in question applied broadly to Internet-controlled sex toys. It was so broad, in fact, that the Electronic Frontier Foundation awarded its stupid patent of the month in July of 2015. Doing it with a computer literally does not make something patentable, 
the organization wrote. So with the patent, the dildonics, the teledildonics patent now expired, experts say, a new era of sex toy innovation may soon rise from an industry long chastised by the threat of lawsuits from patent trolls. Well, that's the big bang I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to this new section in your Best Buy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Best Buy after dark. It's going to be yes. great. Amazon's going to double in value. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, well, yeah, all of a sudden your your brown package at the door won't have Amazon on the side of it anymore. It's going to be nothing at all. It's like, and it'll be buzzing. Your address and no yeah. return address. Instead of Amazon on the box, it'll say Amazon women. Hmm. Oh, stop, Al. Oh, you, you you had me with dildos, but you know now you just you just lost me. Right. Bad. Oh well. Bad host. Bad. Bad, bad Bill. I just had a spray bottle. <laughs> um. Anyway, so look for that. What? Well, well you, since you asked me to, <laughs> I will be looking for that starting now. And update us when you find it. What do you? I just the avenues of. Uh, shall we say, innovative exploitation are numerous and disgusting. I, I can't think of one that's well, that's don't, really. Don't kink shame. I'm not. Who's I'm, getting exploited I shame, here? I'm shaming kink, <laughs> not kinking shame. Well, the it says here the sex toy market is currently a billion dollar industry, and this has the potential of pushing it well beyond ten billion. Oh yeah, billions of, of really messy dollars. So yeah, moist, <laughs> moist. I hate that and word. Sticky. That's why I, I said it. Yes. <laughs> ah yes, teledildonics. That makes me moist. <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you regret uh, everything yeah. now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we may just have to drop this whole section on the cutting room floor. Did you? Did Did you think it wasn't going to go this way? Did you really I, honestly think? Were you the one or warning us about this? I was, and I was right. <laughs> and yeah. you brought the article. I did. <laughs> I just hope they don't talk back as much as Googlebot does. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you guys think? How do you guys think that Holodex got started? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And at this point, it's time for a shout out to it our is. sponsor, Chloroprep. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what they do. This is going to be the best opening. To the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek. Yes, yes. it is. Yes, right. the, the holodeck yes. and the teledilodonics. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> from from, from uh, Bluetooth dildos to this. Who? <laughs> Quentin. Oh. Yeah. And I Shatner? hear he's a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, it starts It starts with, you didn't tell me you were a biter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't do that. That's not me. You have to blame somebody and else. And it goes on. And back to chloroprep. We're just like, yes, our sponsor, our, our fine sponsor. But, okay. Well, uh, what else do we have? We have something here about Ronald D. Moore, who well, we now know who that, he is. Yes. Talking and about franchise fatigue. Franchise mm. fatigue. Uh, that when a, fr uh, a, a franchise puts out too much in a limited period of time, people get tired of seeing it, which is... Uh, one of the reasons why Disney axed the uh, Kenobi and Boba Fett independent mm -hmm. movies because they assumed, and I think falsely, that Solo was an indication of franchise fatigue. 
when in actuality they shot themselves in the foot by giving it all the bad press they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's real. Franchise fatigue is real. How did they give it bad press? Uh, the, they kept saying about the new directors, because their directors walked out in the middle. Uh, they hired, uh, what was his name, uh, Ron Howard to mm-hmm. finish it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were uh, posted uh, articles about how they had to hire an acting uh, instructor for the lead, the guy who played Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all this stuff just adds up to people saying, I just I don't want to go what? see that. But what I saw it, and I, th- I thought it was really good. It was I decent. did. It was I actually, a decent movie. I liked it. I did. I will see it eventually, but we had... It was a busy summer for movies. It was. And then franchise routine. What, what did you go see? Uh, we went to see Deadpool, uh, Avengers. Deadpool. Did you see Deadpool? I, I'm We've seen Deadpool. A few others. But I haven't seen Ant-Man. Two. Ant-Man. Uh, we, we've seen, we don't go to a whole lot of movies in the theater because it's expensive. Have they had any it Jedi is, sharks yet? But <laughs> no, but that'll be next. Well, it's just, that's how you know it's over. Is Jedi Sharknado's coming? Is that well, it's the jumping the shark. Jumping thing, the right? shark, right? Yeah. Right. That's when, yeah. that's when you know it's over. Is when right. Well, I don't think Star Wars will ever be over. It's just. Some people have stated that perhaps they're rolling out too many Star Wars movies too fast. Because, I mean, if you remember, mm-hmm. how long did it take George Lucas to make the original series? Nine I mean, years, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was like a huge three delay. years between them. And then, yeah, the, the sequels were faster, or the yeah. prequels. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, now we're like rolling out a Star Wars a year. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, a Star Wars a year plus at least one ongoing series at all times. Yeah. So. They brought back Rebels. So. Well, that's kind of where I am with the superhero movies. I'm getting yeah. superhero fatigue and, and because superhero they're fatigue. all, like Charles alluded to earlier, they're just all kind of starting to blend together. Well, and it, it kind of ties back into a, a topic that our guest uh, a couple of weeks ago, Josh, uh, brought up in terms of, con fatigue it's like there's so mm. many like science fiction conventions out there that right. people are getting you know it's hard for them to actually focus on what they need to do and where they need to go and yeah it's like it's like okay ant-man came out okay uh what's next um the what is the next one is that going to be the green lantern is captain marvel come before captain marvel will come before the next event okay so okay. it's next year early mm-hmm. okay. isn't the ant-man and the wasp out now yeah, yeah. and that's actually i like that that I was mean, fun it was it's a mm-hmm. fun movie it. it's a happy movie well at least i haven't seen it <laughs> and franchise fatigue and, and there's no way to mm-hmm. say that yeah. without spoiling the universe so i think anyone who goes to see ant-man and the wasp knows it's coming yeah something like that yeah Maybe not exactly what happened, but yeah, but yeah, but uh, I don't want to spoil it for the the viewers, right. like you, who haven't seen it. Right. So yeah, so somebody swats the lost, right? No. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, let's just go with that. That Something that works. Rolled up that newspaper. Yep. Series over. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 I that, can see that happening. But no, it's like go uh, see the movie. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a real thing. And part of the Paramount issue, part of Paramount's problem might be uh, franchise fatigue. And weirdly enough, maybe Paramount should be a little mad at CBS for promoting this franchise fatigue because they are. I mean, Star Trek Discovery, they have every right. 
to do that. But uh, it, it, it wears out the franchise, which is why CBS went after Axanar. For those of you that don't know, Axanar was a fan fiction film uh, created around the life of Garth of Izar, who is featured in one uh, original series episode as a great captain who had a mental breakdown. He was in a, uh, a psychiatric penal ward. Psychiatric. A, penal, a, a psychiatric penal colony. Mm -hmm. uh, that sounds but like a terrible place to I actually did <laughs> see well, that one. But it's like... Is it good? Yeah. It's it not, it's, I, it's I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm going to watch this. But, no, I do too. But it's like the whole thing is, is that they took in so much money and got, got really high-power stars, like a lot of people from the ex-Battlestar Galactica series. Mm -hmm. uh, really high-power stars. Uh, uh, Conan was in that, I think, wasn't he? Hmm? Conan, uh, Sulu, or uh, uh, Chekhov, Walter, Walter Koenig, yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, but it's like it brought in uh, hundreds of, like, tens of millions of dollars in, in uh, contributions. Uh, the special effects were, were, I've heard, fabulous. And CBS started being bothered by the sheer amount of money they're putting into this and that it would eclipse their own franchise. So they said, stop this or we'll pull the, pl the plug on all fan fiction. So they, they, the Axanar didn't stop, so they did. They said, cease and desist. All fan fiction, which... Makes me mad because I was really a fan of uh, Star Trek Continues, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is an awesome original series tribute. Uh, which, if you ever watch the Star Trek Continues uh, shows, it's just like they've got the feel of the old show. It's like it's just like continued episodes of the old show with new actors. It's really kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But that had to stop. The names are the same. The actors are different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Star Trek. You know that the captain in Star Trek Continues actually, I think, is the is the way Kirk should look. Hmm. It's, I think it's the way William and Shatner act. wants to be. He he acts like Shatner a bit, but he's also taller. Hmm. Uh, and I I've always <laughs> felt that Shatner wants to be taller hmm. in all his roles. But I, it's he like he did wear heels in the show. I think. Yeah, he? he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. He did in uh, the Star Trek the motion picture. Yeah. But. It's like uh, next the new voyages, Star Trek: The New Voyages, uh, which was which was also awesome. All fan fiction stopped because of Axnar. Mm -hmm. uh, and but after reviewing that, this idea of franchise fatigue, mm -hmm. maybe CBS had a point. That would have only helped if well, Spock wore flats. See, right. I kind he of did. think it's more. I I don't know that the Star yeah. Trek space was ever oversaturated. I think what we wanted was, like, fans want like, different views. They they wanted something like Axanar because it's like, different. look how... Yeah, it's different. Which is like, why I want the Tarantinoverse. See, I don't know mm. if we... I don't want that different. But I'd I like do. some I of want, these things that I are... I want the captain who has escaped from the psychiatric ward. Oh, no, this is actually and a prequel. Either way. I act, there, there may actually be a pre-existing uh, a pre-existing, like, Starship that would work with uh, Tarantino. And uh, oh, you mean outside of the Star Trek franchise? No, in, in the Star Trek franchise, from the books, a series of books by uh, Peter David called uh, The New Frontier. And they had a captain who was a previous, like, freedom fighter warlord on another planet and would go around killing people with bat lefts. 
That sounds like got Tarantino written all exactly. over it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It does. Just bat left Jimmy in the face. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, I that, do. It's a series of books by Peter David. They came out in the 90s. And I guess they were still coming out into the 2000s. But they're, I liked them. They were really good. They're pure, like, Star Trek, uh, Star Trek novel schlock. I loved yeah. it. No, no, it's like I, I could see something like that. Mm-hmm. How about a Tarantino version on a story solely Klingon? Ooh, yeah, yeah. There we, yeah. Well, I, I think I could see that. Yeah. I think I you need. That, yeah. I think you need the captain with the kink for uh, different kinds of alien feet. Oh, <laughs> well, that, I, we, we never saw exactly so just what Riker behind. Just, you know. just Riker. But, yeah, but yeah, just to fit in a Tarantino verse. That's all. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Charles. You just killed the red shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just like, it's like, I'm trying to see how that would work. It's like, beam down. Yes, we're from the Federation. What kind of footwear are you wearing? (laughs) Are those pumps? Yeah. The Starship Tarantino. (laughs) Starship. Yeah. No doubt. I like it. Yeah, that's what's so golden in that suitcase. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. There's a lot of different Star Trek you can explore without (laughs) reverting to uh, the crew of the Enterprise. And I mean, we kind of see that with the series where, you know. But what if we didn't? What if we went outside of that? What if finally, I mean, I mean, I guess they did in Deep Space Nine. I guess they did in Voyager. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But they still kept the same thing. It's like still the Star Trek. Roddenberry, don't get me wrong, I love Roddenberry, I love the humanist statement in Star Trek, but can't we just shoot Jimmy in the face once? Can we Can we please have the weird Star Trek? Can we have yeah. the different Star I Trek? I want the weird, I want and Renegade. And, and yeah. I don't want that to become the Star Trek norm, but I would love to see a little outside the box uh, Star Trek. Just okay. a little. Like I, well, don't you think? Can I have that, please? Don't yes, you think Star you Trek Discovery's that. a little bit outside the box? No, I mean, not not. I think it's a lot darker than the regular it series. It is. Yes. Uh, you know, I am not. I'm. If they can reconcile canon. Yeah. I I might, I might consider that possible. But you want it outside the box. I do, but I want I. Th- but they're playing around in a universe that's already set. And yeah. that I don't like. If they if they could figure out a way, which is exactly why JJ invented the JJ verse, because there's little, there's not a lot of room to play with. They're playing it, they're playing it fast and loose mm-hmm. in Discovery, and they keep telling us, "Well, we're going to bring it back around. This is this is canon." It's like, no, it's not. It's like, but we'll make it that way. Well, Enterprise kind of did that too. But it was well, it bringing did. in the Borg at the end of the first season, who are already on Earth. What bothered yeah. me the most was. When they ran to the Romulans and mm-hmm. the Romulans used their cloaking device, and yet it was Balance of Terror, where they find out about the cloaking device, hmm. and it's like it was in the original series. And it's like mm-hmm. th- you're violating canon right there, and that pissed me off. Yeah, apparently I'm the only one that cared. Well, I guess you know, they had the whole temporal cold war thing that was going right. on. Yeah, which locks up the series until the 2800s. Because that's that's where the guy from the future kept coming from. So, in all reality, the JJ or the Prime Universe 
is very fluid. Yeah, I'd like to see him bump into an alien civilization that's really good at rational arguments, (laughs) like the Vulcans. Well, but yeah, yeah, but but I mean, but but good at like. But they're prejudiced. So every time you want to mine their 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 uh, you know their planet, they talk they talk you out of it because you just they convince you that yeah you don't want they're more like Jedi. You yeah, don't need like to mine our day lithium. So, so yeah, an episode sort of. of Star Trek where the civilization that's really good at rational arguments encounters a civilization that's really good at emotional arguments. Yes. The humans. Yeah. So uh, Star Trek <laughs> Seven: The Debate? The Debate. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to theaters 2019. Yes. Yes. They could do it on a lot and, lower yeah. budget. Paramount might be able to yeah. sell that. Yes. They wouldn't be able to negotiate it. <laughs> Forget Robert's rules of order. It's going to happen. They could actually <laughs> film it in Congress. <laughs> no, nah, you said rational debate. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, emotional versus logical. Yeah. I, I, whenever I see Congress, it's like I feel bad. It's like they're all like 80. It's like they need a nap. It's like C-SPAN is just a <laughs> bunch of it's old guys wandering around. It's like, dude, give them a blanket and maybe a, a juice box because they need to go to bed. It's like it's like 9 p.m. And it's like, why are you keeping these people up? Right. They're really old. It's like, get them an insurer, take them to the car. <laughs> it's time for them to take a nap. It really is. Mm-hmm. I agree with that Can't 100%. Argue. <laughs> it's like, they, no, really, honestly, it's like, the budget, the the what is it? The budget means coming up where they have to increase spending, what, the, the debt ceiling. Mm. And every time that happens, they shut down the government for like a day. But yeah. you're gonna see at midnight, eighty year old dudes wandering around. It's like, to talk about this. It's like, it's like, and I, I watch. I'm like, they need a nap really bad. I'd need a nap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But these guys are like, yeah, they're all like. Leaned over, it's like, and the camera's to their back, and it's like, they're asleep. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's the way they can fall asleep, yet their constituents still think they're awake. Yeah. Maybe and we could get them some of that teledildonics stuff to keep them oh, awake. Oh, please, no. Yeah, yeah we don't want to well. see how that works out. Now, we were talking about Annexar. Axonar. Axonar, sorry. <laughs> and um, I was just looking up a little bit about them, but um, did you see that CBS has unveiled an official fan filmmaking initiative? Hmm. Well, uh, have you read that? Because, I mean, the last fan film guidelines they had involved nothing more than 15 minutes long, no sequential things, which means you can't make two 15-minute movies about the same thing. Uh, Is this a new one that's... Well, here's what it says. Um... After pushing a nearly year-and-a-half copyright battle with fan filmmakers toward a settlement earlier this year, CBS and Star Trek New Voyages producer James Cawley announced the creation of a Star Trek Film Academy equipped to train interested creators and produce future fan films. Um, Learn everything from gaffing to costuming to special effects. I have heard that. It's it's conducted out of Ticonderoga, New York, where his particular Star Trek set is, and it's it's awesome. His set is like spot on, perfect replicate of the bridge and, and all the other sets. Call it Starfleet Academy. Well, <laughs> uh, but it's like I don't know that they changed the guidelines. They're actually they you pay for a class on how to make a Star Trek film, but you can't really make one. Well, it's so just, it's, it's kind of it's kind of. Well, I think 
I think what you're alluding to is says here that the fans will work side by side with talented Star Trek artists to create short vignettes from beginning to yeah. end. But that is part of the the uh, learning experience. Which is after exactly that, what I said. Yeah, but after that, um, let's see. It says. Um, the first fan films are expected in the spring of 2018. Unlike prior Trek fan films or those made under newly announced guidelines, films done through the Star Trek Film Academy will be able to employ people who've worked on uh, professional Trek productions. Um, let's see. Those Academy fans and films will have access to the new Voyages sets and facilities. Uh, yeah, that's, that's Crowley's sets. It does yeah. sound a little better than Space Camp. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds fascinating, but I don't think that you can do any substantial films. You, you can still, you're still down to that 15 minutes, and you're still down to the fact you can't replicate, which means you can make a standalone 15-minute movie, and See. that's all you can – for free. You can't – you can make no money off this. So it almost implies you have to have a nonprofit, which is how most of the mm -hmm. independent mm -hmm. films do it. So it's, it, it sounds awesome, but then, you know, you spend all this money to learn how to do this so you can make basically an extended Super Bowl commercial. Well, I think it's uh, CBS really should be supporting, like, these fan actors because yes. this is a great way to find, like, the thing that's something, uh, the next uh, the next Star Trek. I mean, you well, find yeah. a talented uh, group of fans could create something that really resonates just like in a 15-minute video. And, and you've that got takes us back to CBS All Access wanting to have Star Trek all day, every day. They do. They've decided they're going to, there's going to be Star Trek on all the time, which means they can use a lot of the old stuff they mm -hmm. have. But it's like, like, like I said, Star Trek Continues is awesome. It's, it's standalone awesome. You can use fan fiction to round out your lineup. Yeah. And it's like uh, you get it at substantially cheaper than it would cost for you to make it because these people mm -hmm. will use their heart and soul and, and bleed sweat all over it just to make this for you and for themselves. And it's like it's a it's an opportunity that CBS, I feel, is turning their back on. And this is a great way to find new talent as well. Yes. I mean. Yes. It, it's You've got so many creators who are making amazing things. So you think you can dance, bring out new dance sounds. So you think you can make a Star Trek film. Bring out the newest, the new directors, the new producers, the new mm -hmm. uh, art directors, the new photographers, the new special effects people. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I I like where you're going. I, I mean, you, you, like, cosplayers really should be, like, I think uh, in your the episode where you had Josh over, you were talking about how some of them are transitioning into uh, costume design for mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. uh, movies and series. Oh, I mean, yeah. you've said, got said people at a certain who are, point. The pros uh, have the skills. Yeah, I mean, they're teaching themselves through like years of practice just for fun to do what they love. And you've got this the same thing going on with people who make videos, people who write stories. You've got a ton of talent out there that uh, the studios could be leveraging into content that, like, finding content that people want to see and then produce, like, throwing their support behind it. Like Star Trek the Musical? I missed that one. No, no. You... Just, that's the next thing. <laughs> that's my I'm, prediction. I'd almost bet that that existed already. Yeah. Beat well, them yes. up, Scotty. He's dead, Jim. There, yes. There's a Spider-Man the yeah. Musical. Why well, not Star Trek? Well, because of Rule, cause of rule 34, 
Well, that's a no, completely no. different thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. We not, don't want to go there. Not we again. Don't. No. No. <laughs> no. Not uh, again, Audie. Uh, that'd be a. We, that'd we, be a, we already had that discussion. Okay. That'd be a terrible musical. <laughs> Just awful. That would be. It's like, mm, yeah. Let's not. Let's let's not I ever talk of that, that yeah, again. Rule Thirty-four, yeah. the musical. Uh, yeah, oh God. Rule Thirty-four. No. <laughs> oh no. You know. I don't oh, want to go uh, there. Mm, you know, maybe. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Maybe if you can use any franchise you want, it's like, then all franchises rule 34. And it's just like, it'd be a blur after a bit. Yeah. But yeah. It was like, so how did we end up here again? Well, we were talking about Star, Starfleet Film Academy. Um, we so, did, but it's, this yeah, one's that, Charles. So we talked about I, I took this. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we talked about that Annexer. It said uh, the 20 minute prelude to Annexer. Annex. Axonar. Axonar. I don't know why I keep saying Annexer? You yeah. know, how Annexer. CBS will just annex. Right, right. Yeah. That's Disney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Disney's coming for you. So that 20-minute prelude uh, is still up on YouTube. Um, I have seen Axonar, that, and it's really good. Axonar like, itself, the feature-length production, um, is also up on YouTube in 15-minute segments. Oh. Huh. Oh, well, maybe I will check that. How long is it total? Because I, I think it's a full-length feature. Yeah, it is. Full like, length feature, so and it's like, I don't know how long it is until I've heard it's really good. I yeah. have, I'm just mad because it destroyed all science, all uh, fan fiction together. And, and well, you can still do it, but you can still do a feature length, but only in 15 minute segments. No, no, you can't. I think they're just uh, you can working around segments. the rules with that oh. 15 minute. Well, segment. no, they already well, shot it, so they I, I imagine they let Axnar just pop it up for free. But it's like, no, you cannot make a full feature in 15-minute segments. You can make a 15-minute segment. And none of your 15-minute segments can be consecutive, which means you can't. Ooh. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll, well, that's the way we'll it is right that. now. And it's like CBS, uh, I mean, the, these uh, independent uh, Star Trek fan filmmakers tested it, and the law is on CBS's side. So if, if they allow it, it's up to CBS to whether they want to allow it or not. And I don't know if they will or not. So, but it's like, yeah. And that makes me sad because I really like Star Trek Continues. They're going to do one more season. Mm-hmm. I need to watch that because I did see a couple episodes if you of watch it, it, and it was really good. If you watch it, you will be happy. Did you see number three, Fairest of Them All? I don't think so. It, was, the it was a few, one? it was a, like several years ago that I watched these when I, they, were, they were first coming out, I think. They have a Mirror Universe I, episode that's, oh. uh, this happens like the minute that, Kirk beams back, mm-hmm. and it's like it's it starts when evil Kirk comes back, and it's it's, it's mm. awesome. It's really I good. On, on the plus side, for uh, what do you think of it? The Rule Thirty Four awesome. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Y- you're not going to need fifteen yeah. minutes. <laughs> you keep coming back to this Rule Thirty Four stuff. I think we found oh, no. something that you're really interested. He's in, very Charles. passionate about Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> you don't need. Is that? Is it that, only takes that three minutes. Rule? Rule 34, and you don't need 15 minutes for it. So, <laughs> Damn it. You did it again, Charles. You brought us to the gutter. That's my job. Generally. Well, Actually, yeah. Bill helps. I do. Yeah. It's like, start this, you know, starting with dildos. There we go. It's <laughs> like, did you bring the story about the teledildonics? I brought it. I brought yes. it. All right, all right. I brought it. I did. 
but what we did with it <laughs> is a shared <laughs> is a shared experience. You had to Which know what exactly was going to happen. Which is exactly what teledildonics no, right. is about. Exactly it experience. Is, shared experience it, on the no, internet. This is this is sociologically fascinating. It's basically, I want I I I'm not disappointed either. It's like let's see what happens, and it's like you know you know I I, I, I changed their coffee with a. Yeah. With, with a, a, a store-bought copy. Let's see if they notice. No. Here, I'll bring an article about teledildonics, which is remote-controlled <laughs> vibrators from space. And it's like, let's see what happens. And I'm not disappointed. Yeah, you could have you just given each one of us a new Twitter account. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't expecting Charles to turn into the, the new acolyte for Rule 34. <laughs> Well, I'm, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of alternate universes. <laughs> yes, yes, you are, and I don't want to go to any of your alternate universes. I don't. It's like, it's like yeah. Charles. I, see, I'm going places I don't want to go. <laughs> Charles is going to go home and Google Rule Thirty Four, yeah. and he's going to regret it instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, you will. You should do that. You should. All the rest you should watch Star Trek Continues, but not you, Charles. <laughs> That's <laughs> your homework assignment. That's something else you have to watch. Yeah. You're <laughs> oh, going man. down the rabbit hole. Yes, you are. And it's it's a filthy, <laughs> filthy rabbit hole. Kind of oh, yeah, it's punishment no. room we're going to put Charles in. <laughs> Force him to watch all the Rule 34 yeah. videos out there. You're, just, yeah, you're not going to work Monday, man. Oh, you're just going to be some... curled up in a ball going, <laughs> Like yeah. everything else, there is some talented fan uh, fan talent <laughs> at work there. Oh, God. Well, listen, it's been a great podcast, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think it parts was. Parts of it, it have was. been greater than other parts, probably. Some but. of it's been exciting. I yes. feel this was <laughs> Some of it's been stimulating. <laughs> Stimulating yeah. conversation at points, yes. Well, I feel like the Energizer Bunny should be walking across the table. For <laughs> I don't know He's why. right here, and we shut him off. But <laughs> I think I think this was a fine example of uh, organic conversation. We, yeah. we 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 I think organic, we started not orgasmic. I, <laughs> see, and that's Bill's bad pun kick. You can't do a good pun. <laughs> I've, I've noticed that you, you're literally incapable of. It's like sometimes I think you actually change the words. Like, oh, that's going to be too relevant. No, let's do this. I'll do this instead. But, but no, it's well, like that's, that's why in Star Trek they're seeking out new life and not new organisms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But, but, but I feel that we finally. Exactly. This, this, I can't stand it. It's important uh. that this goes where it goes, because I think we finally found our stride. I think okay. we yes, are in yeah. a place right. where we, we actually are clicking on all cylinders, and it's like sometimes those cylinders are a little disgusting. <laughs> sometimes they're, sometimes <laughs> they're misfiring. Sometimes one no, of those cylinders actually, is a telephone. No, they're firing correctly. <laughs> sometimes when your cylinder hits, it's rule 34. You know? <laughs> sometimes that just happens. But I feel this was a great show, all of it, it because... Yeah. We functioned as a unit in in a way that was just amazing. So I was like, golf clap to everybody. And it's like, what are you doing? Are you drawing something? No, I don't know. He's doodling. <laughs> I'm doodling. Yeah. 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 Just some arrows. We broke Charles. <laughs> Charles is now broken. He's, he's on rule 34. And oh. Yeah, I, w I want I want you to give me your uh, what I did on summer vacation next week uh, about rule 34. <laughs> it's like come on the air. It's like, yep, that's exactly. I don't know if I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Well, 
Archdiocese. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood. Hopefully the next episode will be even better. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get With better every time. They do. They really get better. Yes. Yeah. But, well, uh, let us know if it was as good for you as it was for us. Yes. <laughs> please please uh, post in the yeah. comments section. Yeah, feedback and about let us this know. one is let, welcome. Let, uh, let's hurry up and wrap this up. I need yeah. a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was, uh, I, well, yes. I don't even know what to say, but this is great. I had a great time. All right. Uh, uh, come back next week. Uh, I'm John. I'm Bill. I'm Charles. I'm Audie. And I'm Seth. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Y'all come back now, year. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your shoes on. Y'all come there. back now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>